0: Hi, this is Matt Welsh with Spiritual Media Blog, and today I'm here with Vicki King, consultant and author of How to Write a Movie in 21 Days, The Inner Movie Method. Vicki, thank you so much for being here with us today.
1: Well, Matt, it's my pleasure because good for you what you're doing. I love your website. And the uh, I think uh, the whole theme of what you're doing uh, doing is you make emphasis and you put energy towards something that you are looking at. In other words, like you're looking to the horizon, and as you're looking to the horizon, you get there, and, and that's what you're doing, and so good for you. Hooray.
0: Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, so to get started, tell us a little bit about your book, How to Write a Movie in 21 Days, the Inner Movie Method. Why did you write it? And can you talk a little bit about the Inner Movie Method?
1: The Inner Movie Method is that, you know, we've all seen 100 million films. So we're very familiar with watching a film. So what the Inner Movie Method does is that it turns on the inner projector at your heart and it allows that you watch the movie that's in your heart on your in your head. So you're doing something that's very, very familiar, watching a movie. Um, but this time you're watching the movie that's very, very familiar deep within you. So this is a way of connecting what is deeply what you wish to bring forth with a skill set that you have that's naturally, I mean, so uh, easy that you can even eat popcorn while you're doing it. So the combination of bringing those two uh, elements together allows that you easily roll out with the truth, with the real um Heartbeat of what your film is within you.
0: Wow, that sounds like a great message. Another thing that I think is really cool about your book is it's actually been featured in two Sopranos episodes and Robert Altman's The Player. Did you know they were going to be in those movie
1: and TV shows? No, uh, well, this is really funny. I want to tell you, uh, I uh, live in um, in Malibu, you know, so it's on the West Coast, and I came home one day. Uh, and I put the um, answering machine on, and the and I got uh, you know, there were like oh maybe 50 I think it was something like 58 messages on the answering machine, and they were from everybody in New York who had seen the Soprano f- thing, and they all called, and then uh, throughout the evening the progression went from um, people calling from New York to people calling from the Midwest. To then finally, people calling from Los Angeles <laughs> when they had seen it, because the time slot is different. You know, three three hours difference. So that was funny to know that. And but the the book is used by many many um, people who do films, and so that's always uh, a joy to know that they are using it and then in this particular instance it's pretty funny because the mafia guy is trying to get out of the mafia so he thinks if he writes a screenplay <laughs> he's going to have a better life he's going to be able to move out of the mafia as if yeah. show business is easier not so much
0: <laughs> Yeah, there's probably more similarities to show business in the mafia at times than people
1: <laughs> so um, yeah and it's and uh, it's I, I like it's the there's a fun thing that happens with if I go to, <clears throat> let's say I'm going to a a party at someone's house who happens to be a writer in Hollywood, and then um, I always like to see their their office space that, that that where they work from, and it's so much fun to see my book sitting up on the shelf of each one of these places, so it's it's been a real um, a real lovely joy to put it out and to have it, all the things that i've been receiving from it and it's been out for um a really long time and it keeps going going going
0: yeah i remember i turned on the tv once and just happened <laughs> to watch an episode of the sopranos when they mentioned you in your book i was like oh my gosh i almost sent you an email but that was really cool um and i also think it's fascinating that it was in The Sopranos, which is about the mafia, but I know you also have experience working on spiritual cinema and spiritual entertainment. So can you talk a little bit about sort of like that contrast and also what it's like been working on spiritual cinema and spiritual entertainment projects?
1: Well, um, I'm, what I, I, I do now is I'm an oracle on films, and what that means is, I go in early on the project where it would be in development, and I, I work with the as we we're talking about the that you tap into your heart, and I work with what the what is the story really, and then uh, it um, it begins to come forward in terms of uh, it's just very fascinating to watch. The whole project come together. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, where each person shows up, who's doing the project, with the same metaphor of the theme of the film. Like for instance, let's say if it's a father, um, a father son story, and there's um, issues between the father and the son. Well, on the set, they will all these father son issues will come up. You know, maybe with the director being an authority figure, and then one of the crew members being um, acting out as the son. Um, and, and and in everyone, there is this the aspect of what's going to be uh, the underpinning and the real subtext of the film. And so then I work with all of that in such a way that when the film comes out, it's actually encoded. So when people are watching it. Uh, whatever patterning they have set up in their bodies around their father-son issue, then it recodes, it, it rejuvenates. Uh, like for instance, say um, you had a thought process that that kept you in a checkpoint. It kept you in a like a da 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 kind of a feeling. Every time you thought of your father, it was da 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 da. So then when you were would be watching a film that would be uh, a spiritual uh, entertainment, you would be watching a film about a father issue and the movement and the, um, the way the dialoguing sets in begins to start changing that patterning in your body. So then you don't go da-da-da-da when you leave the theater. You might go... Da da da, and so then your whole thinking becomes da da da, which gives you a hope and gives you a whole other set of um, vibrations in order to respond to your father in a different way.
0: Wow, that sounds really fascinating. So, if I hear you correctly, what you're talking about is that people can actually <clears throat> go to a movie and. As they watch the movie, they can shift their own perspective, their thoughts, and actually, possibly, the way they relate to others. Is that kind of what you're talking about?
1: Yes, and it's not. Um, it doesn't have to be conscious. It's just if uh, if uh, you're watching. You know, film is so evocative for all of us. That's why we're we're drawn to it, and we're and it's very exciting for for all of us. And stars of films, it's no mistake that they're called stars because they illuminate a certain um, characteristic and we can either uh, resonate with them, and the word resonate is really a good one. In other words, you know, someone is vibrating as a star. Who's a star that you like?
0: Um, Let's see. I really like Robin Williams.
1: Robin Williams, okay. So he has a certain vibration of the robin williams vibration and so then when you uh really really like him then you're really enjoying that vibration and that's something that resonates with you something in you it has some robin williams ness about it other people might look at him and go ooh yuck, yuck i don't like him you know and and a lot of times you'll see that there's a very visceral experience between people When they're saying, "Oh, I just I love whoever Jennifer Aniston or whoever," you know, "Oh, I can't stand Madonna." Right. Um, Well, do they know them? No, but there's a there's a a, just it's almost um, it's very volatile response that you will have one star to another star. So they are there, uh, purposing for and reflecting for those who then want to come to their movies uh, or see their entertainment. And then uh, you will vibrate in that same way. It inspires you and inspires that vibration coming out of you. So it's very evocative, you know, and so movies are this for us. So where else but uh, opening space for people's possibilities in their own hearts than going to the movies.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. That's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate and inspired about movies and spiritual entertainment because I really do feel like they have the power to inspire other people to have these shifts, whether it's conscious or unconscious, in the their thinking and consciousness. So, it's
1: so what would you like to, you know, what are you pursuing for your life as you're doing these wonderful blogs and you're opening uh, these possibilities for people, what is it that you're hoping for yourself that you want to keep developing?
0: Well, that's a great question. I have always, like I said, movies about, about inspiring people. I'm always looking for ways to inspire people. And so different outlets for me to pursue that would be like, I love writing. I love writing in my blog. I, I, love, I love writing, writing written a book. like to go in getting more involved in the life coaching and more, like, consulting and even legal work for entertainers and, and movie makers who are making these spiritual movies. So I'm just constantly looking for different outlets, ways to sort of inspire people to, to live and create a life that they love, I guess.
1: Well, that's fantastic because if you'll notice, that's exactly what you want. Yeah. You can only inspire where you are exactly what you're wanting. Yeah. And and what's beautiful about that is um, that it's, um, you know, now it's everything. As you're saying, constantly looking for other avenues. Now, yeah. in the past, someone would say to you, if they were a life coach, someone would say to you, well, you have to focus. Okay. You know, do you want to do the legal thing or do you want to do the writing thing? Well, you have to focus. Well, here is what focus is now. Focus is that you're constantly looking for avenues to inspire, because your the, the exact focus for you is that you wish to uh, put out this this uh, welcome, this opening space for people to step in to their own inspiration. Yes. And what in, what inspiration is? is that you are doing your light. You are being what you most love to be. You are exploring all these avenues because that's fun for you. Um, And and that is uh, the inspiration. In other words, you cannot inspire somebody to um, do something that you're telling them to do. What you can do is you can just shine your own light, which is exactly what you're doing. And when you shine your own light, then guess what? You are a star. That's why we look at stars in movies. They shine their own light. And then that inspires us to shine our own light. And that's the, that's the, the secret to inspiration.
0: Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. And I guess well I was gonna ask you this kind of later, but I guess now would be a good time more about your consulting services and say for example I was coming to you for a consultation and I would the, probably one of the first questions I would ask you is, given what you just said, how can I shine my light and inspire others in a way to attract abundant money into my life?
1: Well, you uh you just set up your your frame of way of of doing that, in other words uh, like for instance i i 'm a consultant and then people pay me for my time
0: yeah
1: and and it 's very it 's a real clear um, way to do it in other words it 's about the time and 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 what you give and and what you offer to people is uh, what I do, then, I have full freedom to give all the love there is to that person. You know, so you don't put a price on that. What you do is you 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 know you get paid for the time, and it's up to you when you wish to um, understand and value that that's what you're offering. Now, I'll give you uh, an interesting um, idea about abundance. Uh, Picasso who happened to be a really good marketer <laughs> he was very good at knowing that you know he wanted money for his art
0: yeah
1: and he was in you might have heard this story i don't know he 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 was in paris in a bistro in paris and uh he uh, sketched something very quickly on a napkin and a woman came up to him in the bistro and he said oh can i have that napkin and he said Oh, that will be 7 million francs, you know. And she said, 7 million francs? It only took you a minute to, to do that sketch. And he said, a minute and a lifetime. So he, you know, anybody else who would sketch there would not have been a Picasso sketch. So you want to regard that which you are offering um, and, and what the value is and and uh when you are ready, you will make your your value um known it's so that it works out for people you know so wor- so that that they can uh have access to your help and yet you you know you're supported and supplied in the help that you give you always want to make a balance it always has to be an energy exchange
0: yeah yeah that makes uh that makes a lot of sense i really. Appreciate you uh, taking your time to offer me those thoughts right now.
1: Yeah, and you and you'll see that you as you progress, you'll feel more and more comfortable about. Well, you know, here's what I have to uh, have to continue to do what I'm doing, and then and you know that, and then you work it out. You work out, you know, best and highest way of of being able to to have that come in, and it's always a a wonderful privilege. An opportunity to help someone, uh, yeah. and and so you want to you know you want to be um, usually people who are in service will err on the side of giving 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 way more than um, they're having returned to them. So you you want to always be very mindful of the uh, the circle.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense.
1: You know, when you're ready, Matt, you you will um, uh, articulate how people can be helped by you.
0: Good. <laughs> I, could, I like the way you phrase that. That's yeah. Good. It sounds good. <laughs> um, it sounds very good because sometimes it has been difficult for me to articulate it in a way that is easy to understand. But I like say. Okay. Like oh, well,
1: you I could... could uh, You you know, when you feel like it, you can, uh, if you want, maybe you could charge for your uh, subscription. um, That, you know, that's possible, or you can offer. You know, what I like to do is um, uh, for many years I I did a seminar at the Learning Annex because it was very reasonable for people. Uh, So then there was an access point. And at the same time, I also had uh, clients that were paying you know, like six-figure uh, amounts uh, to work in uh, on a film and such. So w- there's um, there's a way to work all the avenues in such a way that there's still a possible accessibility for people.
0: Yeah, that's um, and yeah, I love it how you put that put it in that way. Um, yeah, it's something that I'm always always looking for. Like, appreciate your feedback and thoughts on that. I think that makes a lot of sense. That really resonates with me right now, so appreciate you offering those thoughts. Um, then, I also wanted to give you a chance to speak about your other consulting services available, like Healing you know, the Hollywood Heart, help from high places, and weight loss consultations.
1: I guess, oh, yeah. Any- uh, I, I, you know, it's interesting because I Used to uh, originally, I, I had clients come because it was about their films, and then they yeah. would leave their scripts at home because it was never about the film, it was always about their own self in the act of them doing the film. Uh, and then from that, it broke down into various categories. Like, for instance, people would come and the, the, the problem that they were having with the script was actually grief so then i work with people on their grief and and being able to make um healing between the unfinished business that's between them and their loved one who has died uh or it can be in uh weight issues in their body uh those um issues come up uh and uh and it's you know where where they might think it's something else and then uh, and it becomes the uh, part of their uh, just their re- relationship to their body. Uh and then there's also um money as you you know we're talking about and money issues are never about money. They're always about love. In your instance, you know you're you're developing yourself to where you have a self-confidence enough to know that you have a value and a and a worth and that you can um make a menu, you know, and put a put Put you know how much needs to come back for those ingredients that you're contributing, so I have a you know a lot of varying categories where people uh, come for help and uh, it's always um, it's always about a healing and it's always about something very very fundamental fundamental from really early on in their lives and then once people are able to um, be uh be be conscious of that core wound they can release it and get on to the business of their destiny why they came here in the first place and what they want to be doing
0: yeah that sounds that sounds great um, that sounds like a wonderful service that you offer people and i also wanted to talk a little bit um, about a teleconference or telecall you have coming up in June regarding the movie In Your Heart. Can you talk a little bit about that teleconference, what that's going to be about, and what people will get from that?
1: What I love about that is people show up, and some sometimes they're not writers. Sometimes they just, because there's something that's brewing, there's something that their heart wants to tell them. And so they know that they're on a brink of something and uh, they, they uh, would like to have some illumination about it. Uh, and then there are other people who come on the call who are um, writers and want to uh, start their movie or finish it or start their 10th movie. Uh, so it's um, for uh, everybody who is um, m- making their next step for their life. And so um, it's really easy because it's we're all on the phone, just like you and I are. Now it's just so accessible, and I like accessibility. I think that that's got a really good value for people, where it makes where it's you know the easiest for everyone. So um, uh, it, it's I'm pretty casual about it. You know, people can can if they want to know, they can go to the um, website and just ask me, you know, about it, and then I'll I'll let them know. I'm not sure i don't have the date in front of me but i um i think it's june
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well i'll definitely put a link to the website what's the website address people can reach you at
1: it's uh dot com v i k i k i n g then go there and i don't think i posted it on there but uh they can you know they can ask me and i'll let them know uh i it'll be it's i think it's like the twenty sixth or so um at the end of june
0: Oh great!
1: great. Yeah.
0: Um, so then, yeah, they can just contact you at your website about that.
1: And uh, actually, there's a a thing that I've just inaugurated lately, and it seems to work for people. Um, people were scared about the money lately, so um, I thought, oh well, you know, I know what we could do here. The uh, I've been doing for uh, people um, three half-hour, uh, phone sessions, and then they can pay, uh, one at a time, and, um, it's, uh, $125 for each one, so that seems to be really helpful for people because then sometimes they, then they know, you know, to budget it in and, and do that, so I've been offering that lately, and I think I will continue to offer that for a little while anyway, maybe through the summertime, um. And then uh, there's, you know, th- th- there are certainly other um, categories, uh, like we were talking about for you. You know, you have like a menu of things that you can offer for, so that people yeah. can um, can get what they need and what they want. Uh, you know, if they have a script and they need it developed, and and the, or a, or a manuscript of a, a book, you know, that comes out, or if they're in grief or any anything that feels like it's time for the Next uh, paying attention of the next step in their life,
0: yeah, that sounds great that's one thing that I think is so fascinating and fulfilling about being about around the creative process whenever you 're creating a movie or a book, you are bringing to the surface all of these just visceral like reactions and feelings inside of you and then releasing them, and most of the time it's a way when you release them most of the time, at least for me, is a way that helps other people resonate with that same sort of healing or releasing process that takes place. Um, And it sounds like that's been your experience as well with with writing and movie making.
1: Well, it's always a healing. And otherwise, there's no really good reason to create um, uh, a fictitious story about fictitious characters. It's just too much work. So you you want to create it so that you break through something, and of course you do, you can't help it, even if you're uh, writing something that's from outer space and in the 20th, 25th century and um, has nothing seemingly to do with you, it has everything to do with you, and uh, that's the point of it. so um, it is really you know if people only knew how really, really, really intimate storytelling is um, they, they, they would fight themselves on it and, and allow that oh my gosh look at <gasps> you know um, what made me think I was alone what made me think I was not connected what made me think I didn't know what I'm doing exactly you know so uh, it's fun to unravel these things and be to be awed by your own creation.
0: Yeah, exactly. And another question that I'm always curious to ask people, and I know people listening will want to know too, is the whole genre of like spiritual slash inspirational slash conscious movies, like primarily movies, but maybe books or TV shows as well. Those those sometimes can be difficult to get like a, a Hollywood or a mainstream producer interested, like. What advice would you have for people, uh, whether it's a movie or book or even TV show, to, to help it reach a large audience so that they can get compensated for their their work and also distribute it to a larger audience?
1: Well, you know, um, a, um, that's a belief that can be broken, broken wide open. In other words... Uh, if you'll notice, if you were on a chessboard and and uh, you had to move uh, up the, your piece on the chessboard, it would be fixed in that. In other words, um, oh, I have a spiritual um, project. Oh, yeah. mainstream Hollywood will not take it. Oh. oh, I, you know, there's no money to be made for all the efforts that were put in. You see so then, like say if you if it was a chess piece, that piece is going nowhere, yeah, and it's yeah. it's going uh exactly to the result, which is that there'd be a lot of effort put in and no response pu- pulled out yeah. now, when you're doing the spiritual project. The, the, the use of the spiritual project is that it has all the components of the, the freedom and the truth and the, the wherewithal to get itself seen in the world. So if you're at the same time doing something that is of spiritual principles and then um, shooting yourself in the foot to do it, you see, then it's there. There is the stoppage. Um, there's always been spiritual cinema. It just wasn't necessarily called that. But you know, there's uh, from from the beginning of film. There's uh, the themes. Uh, it's a wonderful life. Isn't that a spiritual yeah. film?
0: That is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, that, that's a very spiritual and inspiring film. I
1: mean, and, the, and the principle of that, you know, there it is. Now, when that first came out, it didn't do very well. Um, now, if you'll notice in the metaphor of, in the film, um, George Bailey doesn't do very well. Yeah. Doesn't believe in his own self. And then he has this epiphany, and he is forced to see how it really is and, and, the, and the enormity of this glorious man and what he is and what he stands for in his life. And then he gets it. And isn't that interesting? Now it is a, a, a classic that is, uh, you're not the only one who it's their favorite film. So, see the metaphor of exactly what was going on in the story is is what happened in the marketing and in the trajectory and in the response and in the receiving of it in the world. So, uh, uh, watch all the time what the story is that you're working with. Uh, like, for instance, in horror movies, uh, they're usually just a whore on the um, on the set. <laughs> Because <laughs> metaphorically, everybody is going through the same uh, storyline. Yeah. So you 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 want to always look at that. It's just exactly what I was saying about the father issue. Um, here it comes. You know, it goes through the whole process through the marketing, through the response of the film, and how it gets received in the world. So what I like to do is cosmic marketing. Something that I. Um, made up, which is that you 're creating a whole world in your film and in any project you know if you 're doing your blogs if you 're doing your uh, if you 're saying that you want to pursue um, uh, help in in legalities for spiritual cinema or any of the the ways that you are looking at how you want to serve and how you want to help, then uh look at those in a way that um, it allows that it, beco- it has a, a life of its own. And as it has a life of its own, you trust your children because you've raised them properly. And, they, and the decisions that they make and the way that they walk in the world is going to be honorable and it's going to be useful for them and helpful for others. So that's how the best and highest way to do spiritual cinema. There's always an incredible through line and if you tap in your heart that truth, that wholehearted thing that you want so to get out into the world, then you hold to that vision. And it can't help but but leap out and be its own um, heartbeat. So that's the way to do it. And, you know, who says that Hollywood is not open to this who says that does um james cameron say that
0: <laughs> that's a really good point i that's a really good point especially i've been really really impressed the last couple of years some of the movies big blockbuster movies have had incredibly metaphysical and spiritual and inspiring themes and people are starting to notice like james cameron's film avatar or Blind Side or eat pray love and Quentin Eastwood's movie, The Hereafter. I think mean, those movies in the past couple of years have really impressed me. So,
1: and you know what is Hollywood anyway? Um, you know, I, many of my many 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 of my clients are, uh, um, you know, uh, luminaries of Hollywood. Um, the, you'd be surprised how how high they are in their spirituality. Yeah. And so then, you know, here it all comes. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the things, for instance, with my book, How to Write a Movie in 21 Days, Well, I wrote that book, um, oh, it's been more than 21 years that I wrote it, and it's still going. Uh, you know, that book is not about writing a movie. I wrote it. You can write a book movie by by reading the book. But the book is about our own action adventure of being our own hero in our own life and how we get from where we are to where we want to be. And the way I chose to do that, um, you know, whatever it was, 22 years, 23 years ago, was to use the metaphor of writing a movie. So, do you see, um, I was smart enough to know that, okay, here's the mainstream. And the mainstream wants to write a movie in 21 days. And so then uh, I will give them a a lesson plan. I will give them a map and a way that they can walk through writing a movie in 21 days. And meanwhile, what's really going to happen is they're going to walk themselves through from the place where they can't and they won't and it isn't to the place where they actualize. And they are, and it is.
0: Wow, that's it's great. <laughs> what a, what a great what a great book. Um, and what I'm what, and what's the response been to it? I mean, I know it's been good, but have you had any interesting responses or interesting feedback from people?
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, absolutely. It's it's just been astonishing. I'll give you an example of really early on. Um, I had just uh, written it and I was at a Hollywood function uh, where there was food involved. <laughs> and, of course, uh, any you know, self-respecting writer will walk into one of those venues and they make a beeline for the shrimp on the, on the buffet table. <laughs> so I saw the, you know, the food table on the other side of the room and I was making a beeline for it. And meanwhile, many people stopped me along the way to say, oh, I love your book, da 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 da, da because this, you know, and, and oh, what you said about that, and da 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 So I'm thinking, okay, yes, 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 but I want to get to the shrimp before everybody takes it, because they were all writers and actors in the room, so you know the shrimp goes first. Uh, so I got over there, and I got my plate, and I stood then uh, against the wall, the, you know, back to the wall, looking out at everybody at the party, and I realized, oh, oh, my gosh, all the people who came up to me to say the various things about my book were actually telling me about them
0: oh yeah
1: and and so then it was like oh then i know them from what they said to me and and so then that's that's a real joy because it just it, it opens i don't know it just opens everything to this universality this you know this community uh, and time you put something forth and it's out in the world, your relationship to it is astonishing and expanding and sweet and lovely and uh and a- as big as you are willing to crank yourself open to receive it
0: yeah that's that would be such a joyful experience well,
1: it is you know see now you have your you have your website and you have your blog, and it it has a life of its own. And you might not even notice that you are responded to, that you that people are um, receiving. You know, because what's important to you is for people to have re- inspiration. So they are being inspired by you. And what you might want to uh, open for yourself is to be inspired by the fact that they're inspired. Because then you, then the circle returns to you.
0: That I really like how you put that. That that makes a lot of that. That's really nice you to say that too. But but yeah, I really like how you put that. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, because that's another thing about being a writer. You never know. Like, a lot of times you read a book and it means a lot to you, but you might not necessarily tell the author or the writer. So,
1: You know, um, I remember this. I, I really liked Larry King was interviewing Barry Manilow. One time, and Larry said to Barry, "Oh, well, oh, doesn't it just get you so excited that, that um, uh, people use your, your uh, songs for their wedding, and you know and they just they're such big fans and all this?" And Barry Manilow said, "No, uh, but I, I didn't get it until I'm a fan, and then I want to say to somebody, "Oh, your music means so much to me." And then he gets it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So you'll you'll have those times. You know, you're in a stage in your life now where uh, there is more um, um, contribution. There's more giving, 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 wanting to put it, put it, put it, put it forth, put it forth, and uh, and there will come a time when you're in your life when it's uh, it needs to then make the return. Uh, To you uh, in such a way that then you are experiencing it because you're not putting it out in uh, any um, ego way you're not giving to get you're giving to contribute and you want so to do that so there's a it's a holy place and it's a pure place that that's what you're you're offering and you know and that's correct and right and so you get that one down really nicely you get it where there's this um, this awesomeness and this humility that you feel, and this just this gratitude about uh, about um, uh, having the opportunity to 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 just offer. And then once you do that, you begin to start uh, receiving the gifts.
0: I <laughs> I really like how you put that. <laughs> Not that I don't mean to keep repeating myself, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I really appreciate you saying that. That's that really thinks that really resonates with me, so appreciate you offering those thoughts.
1: Yeah. You know, you'll be fine and you're doing so beautifully now. You're making a really good contribution. And also here's another thing, is what you're doing is you're opening space for more and more quote unquote spiritual cinema. Because you're you're making the um it's like a, it's 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 like creating a vacuum, you know. I mean, like you're making space in the world, and then uh, more will show up to um, uh, expand that.
0: Yeah, that's one thing that's been really exciting for me about creating uh, my blog. Just, it just seems to, like you said, open space. There's a lot connected with a lot of people are very passionate about it and so it's been exciting to sort of sort of see some ideas and projects that are in the works that might come up come off from that um connection so it's exciting definitely is exciting for me
1: you know it's also very uh thrilling um again i think thematically i'm i'm thinking of accessibility as we're talking all, all through our whole conversation here um that there's so much uh, availability that projects can come forward uh, and be accessible with with no kind of money with no kind of uh, need to say have a yes from a mogul you know yeah.
0: oh, I didn't, go ahead I didn't it's a
1: little flip camera you know and and, uh, and the internet and you're in business
0: yeah, I mean there are people who are making like six figures off of putting a video up on YouTube because it gets hundreds of thousands of views and they so I mean it's a it's exciting technology and exciting time to be able to create content and video.
1: You know, and it it doesn't depend on a pecking order. Yeah. It doesn't depend on somebody uh there's something that I do is I call it healing the Hollywood heart, which is why people want to be rich and famous and what to do about it and how their hearts break in Hollywood. And there, there is this um, need sometimes for people to what I refer to as looking for dad, in other words, that somebody in some high place should give them permission to do their project. Well, that's not needed.
0: That's <laughs> true. Definitely
1: true. You know, you just go ahead and do what you want to do and be who you want to be and uh, put it forward. And, and and for all of us now, this is uh, 2011. Uh, it's an astonishing time to be alive on Earth. And it's time for everyone to be uh, very clear in where they stand and to step up, you know, to allow that you you're in your power you know there's no um there's no granting of any permission that you need from anybody uh you just uh, step forward and be free and give your own, yourself your own freedom to uh create the projects that you're creating you know I will tell you that um, having clients who are extremely successful in this world uh in terms of their being able to make movies and, and and, and, and you, as you're talking about, with lots and lots of money and uh, influence and um, leveraging and power, and all those things, um, they, all of them, any of their trajectory was that they just had the audacity. They just did it. You know, well, this is what I want to do, and so then I'm going to do it. You know, they're not waiting around saying, oh, well, um, do could I? Do you think I could? Do, you know, no. If you want to do something. Yeah. Yesterday I was. Um, I decided I wanted to take a backing thing off my um, uh, chandelier that was uh, soldered on. So I got. I don't have. I didn't have the tools right. You know they were. I'm like sawing it with a mat knife and all that. And um, so I thought, okay, here's the deal. I don't know how this is going to happen, but before dark, I want this backing off, and I want the chandelier back up on the on the wall and lit because it's going to be dark, right? (laughs) And so I just I just started fiddling with the thing, you know, and boop, it just came off. (laughs) Now it would not have come off had I thought, oh, gee. I wonder if I can get this off and who do I need to get this off and where can I get a right tool and, oh, I can't do this and maybe it, this, you know, won't work and then it will be dark tonight. without Do you know? That wouldn't have got it. I just got really clear that this has to take place before dark and that was going to be within like 40 minutes. And so it was, it, you know, boom, the minute I thought that, the whole thing came off and I had it up and lit before, before the, before the sun went down.
0: <laughs> that's aw- that's awesome story. Um, okay. So my next question might be a little more like metaphysical, but how do you know sometimes, like helping you get the chandelier working is a great, like it's a good desire, but how do you know, how can you trust your desires sometimes? Sometimes you don't know if, your desire comes from a space of like spirit or authenticity or if it's coming from your ego
1: well it's none of your business you know at your at your particular juncture there's something that's um crying in your heart that that's moving you forward and you just keep moving forward until that thing is healed in other words Um, why you are having a dilemma now around um, uh, putting in efforts and yet not yet receiving uh, all the finances for that is because you are still uh, wanting as your highest priority to be in full humility, to be completely detached from your ego. See, that's much more important to you. That's where the value is. So once you get that in place, you know, and you and and in in the stage of your life right now, that's that's correct. That's the dilemma to be to be uh, wrestling with, because you want to really, really get that really clear to have a real pure uh, sense of what service really means, and 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 how you you want to not be. Any uh, have any agenda or attachment to, well, I'm going to do this and give a string attached, or I'm going to manipulate someone. Yeah. You're really getting that very clearly. You want it just really pure. Yeah. Therefore, what it looks like in, the, in your world is then there's no return. Because you're saying, I want no return. I want to have this really, really completely... Uh, uh, unattached do you see and you will get to a place where you will be so well versed in your purity around your giving that then it can return it, because it's it's a love circle is what it is yeah. it's just this incredible um, you know I like a quote from Bo Diddley they were uh, people were saying to him, "Oh, well, you know, you do commercials. He's a, uh, you know, a, bl- a blues singer. You do, you know, you do um, some commercials." And he said, "I make the money I need to make so that I continue to do what I do." Uh, so he understood a level of, you know, once he got his mastery in his music, then he understood that he needed to support it. So he made a choice that. The way he was going to support it was he was going to do these couple of commercials and use his uh, music for that, um, some music. And then he kept the other music not commercial. That was his way of supporting and supplying. And you'll decide your own, you know, what that happens to be. Right now, it's very important to you that, that you are um, giving freely. You know that's that's a a vital part of this component piece, but I will tell you that you will never err on the side of arrogance.
0: <laughs> that's that's cool. That's good to hear.
1: <laughs> yeah. So not to worry about that.
0: Yeah. Um, wow. Well, we've covered a lot of ground. <laughs> that's one thing I like <laughs> movies and writing is. You, good movies and good writing you really cover a lot of a lot of really interesting topics.
1: Well you know when you're talking about like people with their projects, um talent doesn't cost any money. Yeah. You know, so so a lot of times the projects don't go any place because they're no good.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true.
1: And just because they have a a, a spiritual message doesn't mean that they've you know they've done a very good job on putting that forward so just go back to the drawing board and tweak it some more you know anybody who is listening who thinks well nobody will um nobody will take this and nobody will listen to this and it's just because of um that they don't they won't want no i don't think so if you uh, here 's another quote I love from uh, Tony Bill, who did the Sting and you know several wonderful films. He said a really long time ago if you, um, if you 've written a really good script and you you throw it out on the Hollywood freeway, it will glow in the dark <laughs> You know um, talent will always be uh, valued and honored and seen and and so um you know um maybe something that isn't getting any play needs to be t- tweaked a bit and go deeper Get, you know go to the next level uh and you will find it there
0: yeah that definitely makes a lot of sense that's a that's
1: a good point too um, well i uh <laughs> you're done you're done t- <laughs> You're, I'm, sure I'm you're toast. For
0: Questions. I'm looking for more questions, but I don't know. I feel like we've really had a great conversation, and um, I know that your time is valuable, so I don't want to take up your whole morning, um, but I guess I'll give you the last uh, word. If there's anything else you want to speak into, um, feel free to leave some closing remarks.
1: Well, let's see. My closing remarks are you know this is the best time to be alive on earth and it's no mistake that here we all are and no mistake that we're all we've all come together for this particular conversation because this uh, catapults everybody off to their next level of of what their contribution and what their joy is that they were going to be sharing and contributing and i think that this is a time when like in um Stanley Kubrick where he in 2001 you know what's going to happen and the answer of course is something wonderful <laughs> <laughs> so for for all of us you know yeah here we go something wonderful
0: great those are wonderful <laughs> closing remarks Okay. Um, well, Vicki, like I said, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, definitely appreciate your time, and I'll put the link to up so people can click on that and find out more information about you. But thanks again for being here with us.
1: Oh, you're welcome very much. And good for you, Matt, what you're doing and who you are. So keep going.
0: <laughs> thank you. Okay, bye for now.